Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today we're at O'Brien's Bar with uh, Cynthia Anderson. See, I remember your name. Yeah, we, are, we already had a conversation that she can't even remember my name, which is a simple name, David. Uh, but that's not what we're going with today. I just I just wanted to put her underneath the, the tracks. Yeah, there was bit. another David here to meet David, and I didn't know who David was, so that was a two-for-one. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what we're today we're going to talk about is the charity event that you're having this uh, Saturday. Yeah, actually, I was approached back in January about hosting a Battle of the Bands up here, and and um, so we're still going on with the event. Um, some things have happened, and we're doing it in honor of the person that uh, had originally approached me. And set it up. Yeah, well, um, we set, we, he set up a lot of it, and I know what his objective was, and really he just, he wanted to stir some stuff up. I mean, kumbaya means unity and harmony, and when you have a small town like this, there's a lot of, like... Back and forth. And yeah, so like he just wanted something that was pure and just... A bunch of bands getting together and playing it out and um, everything to be fair and there to be an honest winner that would take home a lot of cash prizes but there wasn't really a lot of clarification on the date because this has been something that's been on the individual's mind for many years and we had actually started going through with it the date wasn't confirmed most of the bands went under deceptive names just to keep it fair so considering I wasn't the one setting up the bands or anything I really don't know who these I didn't know who they were before and now I really don't because they're just not even their names so um, we've managed to pull a lot of stuff together though I do have entertainment scheduled from 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. as of current and I'm trying to keep it live <laughs> mic check <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to keep it live and local and like artists if I have to throw down with a DJ or karaoke for the last several hours I will but I am what is supposed to happen this Saturday is going to happen I am not in any way whatsoever stressing about it it's it's gonna work itself out a lot of stuff has come in people are helping me um, we have tool sets, car washes, yard services, um, cash donations already. We have a little... Basically, you're raffling these things off. We're doing a silent auction. Silent auction? Okay, yeah. Yes, we are doing a silent auction to raise money for the family and um, expenses that are going to be incurred by the family. Um it's really just a day of remembrance at this point. Um, we're gonna do this annually. He did make it a big deal that he wanted it to be an annual event. So from here on out, it will be an event to not only honor him, but also to bring awareness for people struggling with mental health. Um, I know for a fact and from experience that, I mean, just like a diamond is made from a piece of coal being pressured to the point of beauty, that if it's funny or beautiful, it probably came from somewhere with pain. Yeah. A lot of people uh, wonder how, why I can go so dark with my stuff. I was like, dude, you have no idea. 
I mean, I had I had a lot of tragedy that's happened in my life to where uh, I this came from that kind of tragedy. I, 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 a couple of friends of mine they 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 tried to help me out uh, best I can best they could, but it, it it just it was me having to take those steps and doing doing that stuff and helping people out that, that that's the main goal with this i mean yes we'll say some money uh funny stuff and uh we, i won't talk about it now because we were on your time and but it is it's like what we what i found out yesterday we had a whole conversation on one of my podcasts about what i found out about uh that camera and it took us like 15 minutes to do the sports show because I found this out. And I was like, hey, I'm going to put this in my act. And he was like, dude, have you read the reviews on this camera? I was like, no. And we went down the list and everything. But, you know, it's just one of those things to where uh, two people are having an ominous conversation. They're getting their, their laugh on. And that that's, I mean, if you can't, if you can't laugh, then... You can hug it out or something like that. Right. I mean, well, we all look to, like, like one of the biggest comedians ever, Robin Williams, you know. And yeah, that he was, was, that was his life was making people laugh. Like, yeah. And doing shows. And then to to know that, you know, like, I mean. Your mind's going out and and you only have so long before you start becoming a vegetable. That, that was the whole reason why he actually ended up committing suicide. And it was it wasn't like he was, he he had like acts of depression and everything like that, but it it and Emily it came to the point where he didn't want to lose his mind and everything, and that that's a big fear with me. Uh, dementia comes like highly in my family, and sometimes it's like, do I have it now? <laughs> I know I'm like you say that, and I'm like I already lost my mind. That is like not something that I have to worry about. It, yeah, I'm it, worried about finding it again. I'm like. Um, somebody was saying that, like, you get, like, the whole life flash, and they're like, is it going to be, like, an encore of all of the blackout moments as well, like, like <laughs> yeah. episode 2.0? You, you could find some stuff out that you just forgot. It was like, I didn't really do that. Then later down in the road, I was like, I did do that. <laughs> Man. Yeah. That's so, I mean, mental health is a big deal that everybody, literally almost everybody in one way, shape, or form struggles with, like... And whether it be that they personally struggle with it or they have a best friend that struggles with it or a kid that struggles with it or a sister, just at one point or another, like literally everybody in the country has come in contact with that struggle, whether personally or... Yeah, they got some sort of baggage to where they have to, they have to deal with. And, it, and it's not something that people feel like they can... I mean, because you're going to be stigmatized because well, you... It, it, and, and, and in case not not going against any kind of woman thing or anything like that but in case of men for the longest time we were told just to suck it up and i've 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 been uh totally going out uh after people and everything like that telling them hey you need to uh go ahead and uh talk about that stuff and we're back yeah (laughs) <laughs> now we got to figure out what we're talking about. Oh, we were talking about uh, male, uh, male mental health, where it, it and uh, my co my co-host he he's a ex grunt, and he's like, yeah, it, it's very tough for him because of that. Well, and here we go again. 
like all of us, like our generation though, that's what we were told. Like my kids, they fell down, they got kicked, they got bucked off of horses, and I'm like, suck it up, cowgirls don't cry. Yeah. You know, that's the generation that we were born and raised in, and that's, you know, everything kind of changed when we started worrying about, oh, you're crying. Um, our whole, our whole situation of life and the way we live has changed. But yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, no, you're you're saying about your kids, how you know, uh, raised raised on horses and everything. Yeah, like I mean, that's how we, when we grew up, we were you know suck it up or, you know, like. That it wasn't you weren't allowed to like it was just you just keep going no matter what. Yeah. And now that's just really not how our kids are raised. Well, okay, well, uh, in defense of some of the stuff, we need those type of people, but we still need those type of people to get help when they need help. I mean, even uh, I had a, a couple of SEAL friends of mine tell me, and I was like, dude, I wish I went, went to therapy more often than I didn't because, I mean, they're, they're told from point when they actually start training and everything suck it up get through it i mean i i've had i had friends that they they ran on broken legs almost they had like freckish legs and they was like no i'm gonna keep going i gotta pass this stuff i gotta pass this stuff but that's what the type of person they're looking for but they haven't been able to get them to shut it off it's because it, it they want to deploy i mean who who doesn't want to go out and just take care of business like that and i was like i feel you but voice of reason you're gonna have to go with this way yeah i think my cousin did like seven or eight tours i only did like two tours but and he's still over there like he's just a contractor now instead of a yeah yeah, yeah. i mean which still he worked he works for the company (laughs) yeah yeah so saturday and I don't even know what all of this you're going to use because we kind of did. No, I'll use all of it. Great. Now, uh, no, the other thing is I wanted you to talk about was that interesting story about uh, the quarter and the penny. Oh, yeah. So, oh, that's kind of personal. <laughs> yeah, I was in here. Man. So I got to watch what you talk about when you, when you talk about stuff. <laughs> I was sitting in here by myself, and I really wasn't sure as to whether I should, like, I knew that I needed to continue with the event. Like, I knew that. Like, that wasn't even a question. It was, I had to have, I had to have the support of the family to continue the event. But I knew in my, in my whole being that this event was supposed to still happen. And that's why I'm not, like, pulling my hair out (laughs) because it's, like, what, four days away? Yeah. And I still have like five time slots to fill, and I know, and I'll fill it regardless. If I have to throw down a DJ or a karaoke, like we're gonna fill that time. Um, and we have some other little fun things that are just coming to light that we're gonna do to help raise funds. Um, there, there's a lot of people that. Okay, so it was a sensitive subject, and obviously, when I only had 11 days to pull it off. And three of them were spent in limbo of, like, not knowing really what was going on. Um, within just two hours of me finding out, like, I did reach out and was like, hey, like, if, I, if I'm going to make this happen, I need to know that it's okay that I make this happen. And 
it was received and I was told do whatever you possibly can to honor Brandon like do whatever you can to honor him and this whole week has been kind of like a everything's clicking and you don't know how it's clicking and I'm not alone I I 100% know that and so the incident that we were talking about is I was sitting in here and I was like, man, I, cause I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a go doer. Like I'm just going to go bulldoze through everything and get it done. And then I'll sit back and cry about it or worry about it later. You know what I mean? Like when it's done. And, um, so I got the permission to move forward and I started moving forward. And then I was like, man, like they're, I don't want to do too much. Like, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to, uh, you know, come off in a way that is definitely not what I'm here for. Um, and so I, I was in here by myself, and I put my phone down on the bar, and I was like, I'm just going to just pick it back up again tomorrow, like maybe the next day. And I heard change fall, and I turned around because I thought, like, where was I really, like, just spacing out and didn't see somebody come in here? And I looked all the way around and on my right hand side like probably about 10 to 12 feet away from me there's a quarter spinning on the ground and I was like like our bar has a ledge like it can, nothing can fall off of it yeah. like it, it was like it literally just fell out of air and then I, I before I even got out of my seat I started videotaping because I was like if any other weird shit happens I might catch it <laughs> like, <laughs> some paranormal activity going on in here we're getting those views and um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't even post it, but I was for real, like, if I, if something's going on, we're gonna. I'm gonna see it. And um, I walked over there, and there was like the the quarter, but there was also a penny, and it just reminded me, like, instantly that song came to my head, like, a penny for your thoughts, a quarter for your call, and nothing but your mother's love. And I think a lot of us, like, grow up feeling like that. Like, you know, I had a 3 a.m. conversation with my daughter the other day that she feels inhuman because she has never met anybody that gives her butterflies. That butterfly feeling that people describe of love, she's never experienced. And I'm like, thank God, because she's 13. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I, I, like, I, I, I get, well, it's one of those things, that, it's like I had to tell my daughter that. I was like, she she was like, well, I'm trying to talk to me. I was like, more just, just get out there and just talk to the people. If you have those butterfly films, you have those butterfly films. Well, but and I feel like it's like, you know, and more so, I mean, now we're in a generation where everybody's worried about everybody's feelings instead of just suck it up, wipe your knees off and quit crying and get on with it, you know. It's everybody's worried about everyone's feelings. But at the same time, families are more disconnected than they ever have been. You yeah. used to be able to go to your neighbor's house and get sugar if you forgot it at the guy at the store. That's and that's not really something you can do anymore. Not, not even that. It, it freaks people out because I'll see someone that's kind of struggling a little bit. We I'm should like, do this as a, a mobile podcast. Just randomly knock on people's houses asking them if we can borrow some sugar. Fuck, I'll do it. I don't care. I got, I got some gear. So we're going to test this theory. But it is, yeah. it is really sad. It, like, it really is so, sad. We're so connectedly disconnected now that it's, so this, this really is about just bringing people together, remembering, you know, like he had a passion for music. He had a passion for people. Like 
I, I really didn't know him, and everything that I've heard about him or seen about him, like, I could, I'm an empath. I could feel that he was a genuine individual every time we talked, every single time. I knew he was genuine. Um, but all these people that are coming forward that knew him are like, you know, he was so selfless. Like, you know, so he's given guitars to people. He's done just everybody remembers him as being this happy, selfless individual and we definitely need more of that in this world um so this weekend is definitely just about honoring him sharing memories i have some pictures that are going to be playing on the tv of him um, his band back in the days um, friends family i do have time slots available if anybody's hearing this and wants to perform um, if you have pictures and want to send them in you can send them to the O'Brien's page or my page myself. And I can hopefully get them on there in time for Saturday. Um, Polly Pocket's going to be opening the show. Um, she, I guess she used to open for Brandon and his bands, like, back when she was a kid. Huh. Um, like, 15 playing. And now, like, so that's a really important thing. Shout out to Joel for making that happen. She's going to be here. Um, we're going to do this next year, too because he wanted it to be an annual thing. This is going to be just more of a celebration of life, everybody getting together, enjoying the day, raising money for the family. Um, next year, we are going to do a full-blown battle of the bands, and probably if I don't have the next location of ours open, going to have to scout for another venue, which I already have one in mind, and I doubt that it's going to be a no if I ask. Um, so that being said, if you guys were scheduled to do the Battle of Bands. It's still happening. A lot of people are out of town, unaware that it was going to be this weekend. Um, I'm going to set a date before Saturday for next year so that there's no discrepancy on when the day is and everybody can plan to make it here for that. So, Okay. The location may be on the T TBA to be announced, but we will have a date and a time set before Saturday. That way everybody knows. Like, before even leaving here, before this is even over, everybody is very well aware that we're doing it. Um, the money this time is going to be for the family. 20% uh, of any sales through the bar for the entire day are going to be donated to the family. We have some businesses that have already brought in cash donations for the family. We have a silent raffle. We have face paintings going to be here from 7 to 10, um, just to kind of give, like, an artistic side of the arts. Um, and to also help raise funds. Um, the next time we're doing this, we are going to be honoring him, remembering him, but we are going to be doing the drive for mental health awareness. So collection of backpacks, which if I can find somewhere to put this stuff this Saturday, I'll collect whatever, but socks, underwear, backpacks, uh, Kit Kat, you know, like any sort of protein bars, something like we could put in care packages and take to the homeless people downtown. There are so many of them, so many of them. Yeah, way I more than a, we even knew because when. No, I had a I had a talk with the conference. I know why we have that kind of problem. It is it is due uh, to mental health. What had happened was is uh, uh, the uh, North Texas Hospital uh, up here. They went from 3,000 beds to 300 beds in a span of, like, a couple of uh, months. We, uh, I, I ended up collecting a lot of data and everything going to congressman, 
And then I, I started talking to a couple of the people that are uh, going to be governor of Texas. And I was like, hey, we got this, 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 this going around in our city. What are you going to do about it? And like, I've literally had a young individual come up here and stress thoughts that were not safe. And my staff took them down and they were turned away because there were just no room. Yeah, uh, even my dad working in the sheriff's department, he, he, was, he was telling me, it's just like, Dave, it's taken like 15 months to get the people that, they, they'll, they won't even arrest them anymore. If they're, if they're causing like a, a scene or anything like that, the cops will not arrest them. Because one, they don't. I mean, I mean, we have a new jail that, and yes, you might think I'm like a horrible person for saying this, but it used to happen to where uh, homeless people during like the winter months they would cause, they would like do a crime so they can get a a, a warm bed and a, a meal and everything like that. And I, I, there's so much stuff I wish I could do and I can't do. I mean, that's I'm like I to, lived in Daytona for a long time and. It took me a l- couple of events to figure it out, but if you go down there to visit in Daytona Beach, Florida for an event, <clears throat> you won't see homeless people because they do that. They go and they cl- they do a street clean. They get all the homeless people off the street, put them in jail. They give them free room and board so that the city doesn't look like trash. There's a bunch of homeless people running around when there's an event. Wow. No, when that- there's not an event... I've seen some stuff. <laughs> Definitely seen the weird, some stuff. The weirdest thing I ever heard was uh, Alex Jones's brother uh, died uh, from kidney failure. And the reason why he died of kidney failure is uh, one of the homeless people bit him because all the disease and everything like that that was in his mouth uh, went down and had a bacterial infection and everything and killed off his kidney. I mean, I, I've seen some other weird stuff too, but that was... That was the nicest thing I got. Yeah, I mean, say even like, I mean, we we do. There's got to be more stuff available, and it's sad that they just are kind of just thrown out there. Yeah, that's the reason why I, I prop up. And if anybody's listening to this, uh, my numbers on my uh, fan page and everything like that. If y'all have any kind of problems, I've talked talked down a couple of people off the ledge, uh, and I'm happy about it. And they just I came across this podcast when we were doing like the mental illness and thank God they actually uh, called somebody, called me up or called uh, my uh, co-host up and said, hey, I listened to your cast. Uh, this is what's going on with my life. And I was like, brother, I've been there. Or sister, I've been there. Yeah. It sucks. Well, and the thing is, is if they want help, they, they'll ask for it. It's yeah. the ones that don't, that you don't hear from. You know, like I've had a scenario and and I being an empath and then also being a model like I get random messages all the time but I have one in particular person that I cop called three different states never I never really talked to the person yeah I get messages but I just open it and leave it on red but there was this one message that was alarming to me and literally you know I'm like where are they well they didn't live in the state that they had on their Facebook and it took me a while but I tracked them down and that person is forever grateful. Like, they're an investor now. They take, you know, their releases, they go and take scenic photos. So they do scenic photography uh-huh. and investments. And, um, you know, I thought that when they found him, he was going to be pissed, super pissed off at me. But he was, and he was grateful because it showed him that, like, 
strangers that don't even know you care. Like, yeah. people do care. It's yeah, and, and, and it's not and the best story I've ever heard. Uh, that, that's a good story, too, but the best story I've heard, you know, uh, the guy that plays Scotty from the original Star Trek? I don't watch TV. We talked about this earlier. Okay, okay. Can't even do... Okay, anyways, this actor who played Scotty the Engineer off of Star Trek, he got a letter that the person was uh, having horrible thoughts and everything, committed suicide. And he was like, hey, just come up to this con. For about five or six years, she she kept on going to this con. And he was happy to meet her. He met her up with her and everything like that, said hi, you know, uh, made sure that she was doing okay. And about uh, like a year later, uh, she stopped coming, and he wrote her up again and everything. She became an engineer. She was happy. She was, uh, and it was all because he just like, you know what? Come up here. Just include them. Yeah. They just want to be included. They want to be invited. Like we don't, and and there's more things to do than just drink. Like David, Michael, whatever Michael. his name is over there. Michael, David, David, Michael. Yeah. Mystery. Michael. Mystery. Mystery man. <laughs> and he, I mean, he just comes up to hang out. Like, like you said, he doesn't drink. So I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I don't. We don't. I mean, we got darts. We got asshole. We got cornhole. If we can figure out somewhere big enough to put the stinking board, it's brand new. Nobody's ever used it. You can put it out. Oh, bad. Um, or, or just out front. I mean, we had, we went to a freaking BRCC event and we started. They had a cornhole. And we just started chunking it out with a couple of guys. Right. I was like, I mean, I mean you know, once you once you get started uh, playing that, you can just keep it outside and I'm like, what are they doing? Not, not over here. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had to bring it back in after your... We started um, this Sunday, I, Sunday fun day, I grabbed a bunch of sidewalk chalk and bubbles, and I had everybody was sitting out on the patio, literally everybody that was here was out on the patio coloring with sidewalk chalk and playing with bubbles. It was great. You can't you can't get rid of like, that. You know, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Like, I mean, we've got dominoes up here. We've got Connects 4 cards. It reminds cool. me. It reminds me. I still got to get that red flag game. I just imagine it. I mean, yeah. I might end up with with a pin the tail on the donkey some Sunday fun day if everybody continues with this whole acting, right? Yeah. That, <laughs> it might be would, a little bit dangerous that, back in the day, yeah. but... <laughs> no, 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 use like... Good rewards. <laughs> get, get like a big board and everything and use spears. Get, get well, we did there. axe throwing. That's why, yeah, yeah. that's why everybody's like, oh, you can't go to O'Brien's. You're going to get stabbed. And I'm like, well, that's freaking hilarious because on Friday the 13th, during a Mercury retrograde, a full moon, and a solar eclipse weekend, we had axe throwing, beer bottle smashing, an actual reenactment gun show, no security, I f- I forgot a hailstorm, and me riding around the parking lot on the yeah. Grim Reapers. I, I did. He's like seven. I he's six foot nine. I was like, you know how long it's been since I've had a piggyback ride on somebody's shoulders? And you look like you could actually handle me on your shoulders. I was like, we're going to let everybody know Scott Street is safe. I was like, I've got the Reaper under control. It's safe again. You picked that cowboy up. Dude. Oh, I, I forgot to send you that video. That oh, I have it. Yeah, that was, he looked like a starfish. He was like he, Yeah, he just, he just grabbed him and picked him up and everything. It was so freaking awesome. I put it up on my, uh, on my personal page. But I, I, I was just looking at it like, huh. I, I was like, huh. Yeah, we had to call the police department and let them know that the gunshots weren't, like, really actually safety problems. Like, we were just having fun up here. Yeah. Right away. Well, it, well this town has a, 
a, a thing to where you cannot shoot any kind of projectiles. No, nope. in, 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 in town. Yeah. And I found this out after I had a, I know what a code four is. Code four is uh, all hands back off because I was playing paintball <laughs> in an open field and, and my paintball guns at the time looked like real, real guns. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it would have it would have been a bad day for me. I have I, I didn't know that those weren't allowed. It it. I I have a friend that is a bartender that we were. It's any projectile. We like, may or may not have been in town when it happened. But she definitely has. We call it the solar eclipse. The solar eclipse tattoo, on the back of her leg, which is really just a hole from a paintball gun. <laughs> I've had one. The low-powered one ran out of ammo, and so she told my 13-year-old to grab the high-power one, which, thank God, the first time my daughter hit her was in the back of the head, but it was a low-powered. <laughs> so I was really like, surprised that she was going to do it again. Basically, and basically what again, you're saying, it, it's good she almost had a concussion. <laughs> nothing nothing good, really bad. She was a little that, loopy for a couple of hours. Well, it's good that the, <laughs> the high-powered one wasn't the one that hit her in the back of the head because, man... Uh, high power ones are usually probably about three feet. It was off. Yeah, those things hurt. suck. No, she got a she had a hole. Those things hurt. Like a hole in her leg from the paintball. Ooh. That was very cool. Instantly. I was like, you're you're bleeding. I was like, this is a great idea. I told you not to do it. Let's give a 13-year-old who can't. She's like, mom, I feel so bad. No, she asked for it. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to have a great time this Saturday. I do have to go. Yes, she's got to get back to work and, and everything. Yeah. This was yeah. the longest take. Yeah, it actually <laughs> it was. was. It was the longest take. i gotta, I got to meld these things together somehow. I'll, I'll, I'll easily. 41 minutes and counting. But anyways, thank you, everybody, for watching. Check us out on uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Rumble, uh, all, all the places you can possibly find. And thank you for watching, and show up on Saturday and do some messed up stuff that we're going to have planned up for you. Absolutely. All right. I'm in. We do need volunteers, so oh, oh, maybe shit. you can... Uh... <laughs>